Welcome to the Go Knows Podcast. I am your host, Gregory McCoy. Uh, this podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not an insider. I do not work for a website. 90% of my information is in my opinion. Other information comes off the internet. Um, today is episode 20. Today is December 20th, 2019. Um, Yesterday's episode was episode number 19. I had uh, I had to edit some information out of there and I just messed up. But you guys got the the bulk of what I was trying to say on episode 19 yesterday. Um, Today's episode, um, same format, guys. Um, Highlight one defensive player, highlight one offensive player. um, And then I have. A couple of different things that I go into as far as uh, Florida State football is concerned. So let's go ahead and get right into it. Um, first spotlight um, player is going to be Jaleel McCray, true freshman. Um, and this is what I had to say about him. Nice NFL size for a linebacker. A pretty good blitzer. Needs to work on zone and man coverage skills. Pretty good form tackler. Slow at diagnosing plays. Needs to get stronger. Needs to get faster via conditioning. Um, overall, a good true freshman uh, recruit. I see him as a middle linebacker. Needs to hit film room hard. If he can do all of the above, he can be a special talent. Um, I compare him to Navarro Bowman. Um, I think he's a little bit bigger than Navarro Bowman. Um, um, He might play on Sundays if he can put it all together. Um, He has all the the physical tools. If he can get in the film room and, like I said, get a little bit stronger and faster, I think he can be a special talent. Um, but we got some new guys coming in, so, you know, it's going to be harder for him to get on the field. So, you know, getting in the weight room and perfecting your craft is is a must if you're trying to be a starter now because you really got some really good linebackers coming in for the 2020 class. Um, my next spotlighted player is going to be Andrew Baselli. Um, Excellent pedigree from father Tony Baselli. Very intelligent player. Must, and this is all caps, must get stronger. Relies on angles too much in pass and run blocking. Um, He has a marshmallow body. Not taking a shot at the kid, um, but he definitely needs to get in the weight room and get stronger. Um, Needs to find a inner beast. And when I say that, he has no nasty streak in him. You know, he needs to find that. Um, has great feet, best center on the roster, left team, came back, earned his scholarship, kudos for that. So he put in the work and he got his scholarship back. Um, if he can increase strength considerably and transform his body without a doubt, he will play on Sundays because he, he can make all the line calls. He can, um, he can, um. He, he, I mean, from a technique standpoint, he's pretty good. He just, he, if somebody bull rushes him, he just gets out muscled. Um, my NFL comparison to him was Ryan Khalil. Um, 
He's a little bit bigger than Ryan Khalil. Um, next, I wanted to go to recruiting recap. Um, 18 players signed. Uh, Chuba Purdy is the headliner, in my opinion. Excellent high school quarterback. This quarterback, he is better than Jeff Sims. I, I have no problems admitting that. This guy is a better prospect, and I've watched film on both. I'm not just, you know, saying something out of thin air. I've watched film on both of these guys via YouTube, and Chubba Purdy is the better player. Um, excellent arm, very mobile, very accurate. Um, I was stomping hard for Jeff Sims, but Norvell found a better guy. Um, um, so I'm going to trust Norvell and uh, Dillingham with this offense. Um, I'm not going to criticize until it's time to criticize. Um, Norvell and Dillingham did a pretty good job with wide receivers. Um, they signed a couple of off, well, four offensive linemen. They signed uh, several uh, linebackers and DBs. Um, they, they did a masterful job of flipping a couple of uh, uh, Louisville recruits. Uh, they got this humongous uh, defensive end, uh, defensive tackle, uh, Jared Jackson, I want to say his name is. I could be wrong. <laughs> I didn't write it down. Uh, 6'6", 280. I mean, he, I mean, I haven't watched any film on the guy, but that size, bro, you know, he's a mammoth. Um, I think you pair him with Manny Rogers, man. You, I mean, you're going to have something special. Um, we need to find some offensive tackles. Um, I don't know if that's going to be Juco. Um, gra- graduate transfer, excuse me. Um, overall, I give them a B plus. If they can uh, get them some more offensive linemen, in particular offensive tackles, um, I could, you know, the B plus that I'm giving them for their, their recruiting, it could go up by the second signing day. Overall, a great job, though. Um, my next uh, format is just random college football and um, Florida State thoughts. I mean, it's just basically like one-liners. And, uh, you know, I, I had some fun with this. So, you know, if anybody wants to criticize, I welcome that. Um, my first one is uh, James Blackman is done at Florida State. I think he's auditioning for another team in this bowl game. I, I just I, I just think that uh, Norvell is sending a pretty clear message of, you know, the type of quarterback that he wants in his system. Now, Blackman could come in and beat uh, – Tate Rotomaker and Chubba Purdy out, but I think it's going to be a, a, a hard hill to climb. Um, Warwick Dunn gave away his 173rd house to a single mom. I mean, what, what, what can you say about Warwick Dunn, man? Hall of Famer, in my eyes, should have been, been a Hall of Famer a long time ago. 173 houses, man. That's just, I mean, you know, his charity work is is unsurpassed. 
And I, you know, I just love that he is associated with this program the way that he is. Mike Novell, you need to bring him into the fold, man. You need to bring him into the fold like big time. He he is a major positive face that this program could use more than they do. Um, Jameis Winston, first player in NFL history to go back-to-back uh, 450-yard passing days with four TDs. Uh, Dalvin Cook made the Pro Bowl. Mike Norvell, Mike Norvell, please change the number font on the jerseys, on the garnet jerseys. White numbers, gold trim on the garnet jerseys. Um, or yeah, on the on the garnet jerseys, white numbers, gold trim on the white jerseys, garnet numbers, gold trim. Look, man, you you just called me old in my thinking, man, but I just love the old style uniforms previous to the ones that we have now. So I hope they can one day switch back. I love the old school um, end zone art. Um, Willie had brought that back for the spring game. I I don't know if it was this year or last year, Um, but I love that. I love seeing that. Um, So I think that would be. A uh, tremendous uh, thing for um, this program to do. Bring it back permanently, if I didn't already say that. Uh, my next one-liner is really longer, but you know, I'm just throwing it out there. Alex Hornibrook or DeAndre Francois? Who would you pick in a game-winning situation? History says Francois is the better QB. Stronger arm, better mobility. Uh, Hornibrook sucks. Not taking a shot at the guy, he sucks. Uh, neither QB would get my trust, but I would probably go with Francois. It's the lesser of two sucky quarterbacks. Um, I think Francois is the better quarterback. Um, he did take this team to a Orange Bowl um, and won, but he did have Dalvin Cook on that team. So, you know, it is what it is. Uh, Zaquandre White, former Florida State running back, signed with the South Carolina Gamecocks. Uh, I hope he does well, man. Um, Phil Knight of uh, Nike and top Oregon booster. I feel like he bought Justin Flo, the all-world linebacker from California. Um, Yeah, I mean, that's without a doubt, man. This kid was going to Clemson, and Clemson probably bought him too, but Phil Knight came in in the last month and just, you know, Here's a couple hundred thousand. Come to come to Oregon. Get all the Nike stuff you want. Uh, Jim, uh, excuse me, Joe Burrow reminds me of Jimmy Garoppolo for the San Francisco 49ers. Very similar. Uh, Joe Burrow is a little bit more mobile, but those guys, they look like mirror image, Im- uh, mirror images of each other in terms of their style of play. Not like how they physically look, but how they play quarterback. Um, there is a SEC bias in this country. I mean, do I need to elaborate on that? We all know that's true. <laughs> Willie Taggart will mess up Florida Atlantic. I think we can conclude that he will do that. Uh, Jimbo Fisher will never win the SEC West. He won't. <laughs> Oregon is the only hope for the Pac-12 getting back 
to the playoff. Yeah. Because USC messed up by keep, keeping Clay Helton. All, your, all the California prospects are leaving. Everybody in the country comes and raids you guys. So it's, it's just it's crazy. Um, there are too many FBS teams. Yeah, it's too many. I, I don't think 132 teams have a shot at playing for a championship. So they need to break it up. Um, FSU needs better football operations, without a doubt. Um, the, the school as a whole needs to be totally invested in football because that's, that's what's driving the ship or that's what you want to drive the ship. Um, Odell Higgins is the real MVP, without a doubt. When this program was at a crossroads, they turned to him, and he's gotten a job done every time. Um, I believe that football, college or pro, should go to a one challenge or the red flag uh, per game. You can challenge anything. If you win your challenge, you keep your challenge. I would love to go to that format. Um, let's see, continuing with this, it's time for the ACC to, it's time for the ACC to do realignment. I will move Boston College and Syracuse to the coastal and bring Georgia Tech and Miami to the Atlantic. And I will switch the names from coastal and Atlantic to ACC North and ACC South. It just makes sense to me. Coastal and Atlantic is just <laughs> the same thing, pretty much. <laughs> um, West Virginia would be a great addition to the Big Ten. I mean, it's in the heart of Big Ten country. Um, I wish Texas A&M, Nebraska, Missouri, and Colorado would go back to the Big 12. I miss those games, man. I miss Colorado and Nebraska the Friday after Thanksgiving. That was a tradition for me. Um can USC ever get California recruits to stay at home? Not as long as Clay Helton is the coach. You need a you need a big time personality to galvanize California, and he's not it. Um, with Mike Norvell as the coach, Florida State's football future seems very bright. I agree with that. Yes, it does. Um, Florida State can be the second best team in the ACC. Yes, they can. Um, what would happen if Rutgers, Duke, Vanderbilt, Kansas, and Oregon State ran the table, uh, the, the college football playoff would, uh, implode <laughs> instantaneously. Um, uh, okay. Yesterday I spoke on the, and this is going to be my last, uh, one-liner, uh, the greatest BCS games. All right, and I wasn't biased towards Florida State. Those were the two greatest BCS games that I thought. Now, the reason why I didn't put Miami Ohio State from two thousand three, um, I felt like Miami got robbed. It should have never went as long as it did. They got robbed. Okay, I, I'm not. I I hate Miami. Okay, but I was mad that night. I was at my job. I had a little handheld TV. I was on my lunch break. I was watching that game. And I was mad. I was pissed off. And uh, so, great game. But I felt like it shouldn't even went that far. Miami got robbed at night. Um, 
So that's going to conclude episode number 20. Uh, Thank you guys for the tremendous support. Again, the podcast is available on YouTube, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spotify Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Thank you for your tremendous support. I really appreciate it. And go Knowles.